Good evening, world. This is the podcast Ask for Ask, and your host, S. Laura Cattell. And if you are tuning in from the United States, it's the eve of Thanksgiving 2020. So far, no alien invasion, no next level of Jumanji, no... The seas haven't risen past the point where point past the point of no return, and so far we haven't had any ice ages. Considering how this year has gone, I'd say that's a plus. Obviously, things are still going on in the world that are dire and dour, but here in the United States, it's almost Thanksgiving. And even though it really should be part of people's practice to be thankful for the things that they have year-round. There is another little trick of the brain that scientists have discovered um, that excuse me, had an itchy. When you do something or are used to something, you tend to phase it out of your awareness. It's a less prominent version of how hoarders get into the fate, uh, excuse me, not the fate, but the state that they're in. And I will have to go look it up, but that's how rich kids get affluenza. That's how the dishes can pile up in the sink and you just kind of pass by them. All right. How that pile of clothes in the corner never gets put away. Um, It can be the same thing for paychecks. It could be the same thing for cars, for jobs, for... Alright, if you're used to something, you don't pay it as much attention. Gratitude has been called one of the greatest, fastest ways to manifest something is to exude the state of gratitude, gratefulness, that which you are thankful for, grateful for. Okay. And apparently my senior cat decided to get the zoomies just about now. So if you hear some weird sounds in the background, that's him getting a remarkable amount of energy for an old man that he, uh, that he has to get out. He's one of the sweetest tempered cats I've ever had. He's about 14, maybe 15 years old by now. I think he's 15 years old by now. He's up there, but he doesn't show it. He doesn't act like it. He'll still chase the youngest cat that I have around as if he were still a kitten. Sweetest temperament. Anyway, so gratitude, thankfulness. Whether or not you agree with how the founding of this country happened, it is important, it is important to set aside time with your family for the holidays. Amidst the hustle, amidst the bustle, amidst all the other craziness in life, the holidays so much force us, but definitely remind us, hey, your family's over here. Go pay attention to them. 
it gives us a sense of specialness. We used to have all sorts of things going on all the time. There were all sorts of celebrations. Uh, we would have balls. Right? There was a lot more pomp and circumstance in ages past. It gave us something to look forward to. We don't have that much anymore. I mean, it has really, really pared down to just the basic holidays to the extent that most department stores put their Christmas decoration stuff out before Halloween. I saw Christmas decorations out before Halloween. I am going to write a sternly worded letter to my governor. No, I'm kidding. Like, no, seriously, though, I would actually seriously sign that piece of legislation. I would sign that petition. No Christmas decorations out until after Thanksgiving. On top of that, no Black Friday sales until midnight on Thanksgiving. That is just not fair. People who stock these shelves, people who run these stores, they want time with their families. They want to look forward to that specialness. That, abil- that that time to get dressed up and be festive and go to someone else's house. Or maybe they host. That's just not right. That's just not fair. And in so much as life itself is not fair, it's our job to try and make it more fair. Up to the extent where it infringes on somebody else's rights, and then that's a whole nother debacle, but... It gives us a sense of... It does. It gives us that sense of specialness. That pomp and circumstance that is missing from the rest of everyday life. Pomp and circumstance might seem flashy, might seem blasé, but it does serve a purpose. It makes us present. In the moment. We gear up, we get ready, we have all the stuff done and all the bells and whistles and we all sit down to enjoy the meal and maybe mom and dad come from out, out of state, maybe the kids come from out of state and we all, for one precious moment, sit down around the same table to enjoy each other's company and a meal, usually a really grand meal. Tell me... What other time of the year do you do that on purpose and still have everybody respond? Right? They don't. They don't do it. Because it's a holiday, it quasi-forces people to be like, Oh, no, I gotta go see my family for the holidays. It's a legitimate excuse. It's a legitimate reason. When you go to your boss and be like, yeah, no, my family's having a reunion this, you know, upcoming whatever it is. Can I get, like, the week off? How often does your boss say yes? Hmm? But they will give you Thanksgiving. Most of them will give you Thanksgiving. They will give you Christmas. They will give you New Year's. 
when they won't give you something else. Whether or not you agree with its origin, it's more important what it means now because you are living now. You are not living then. You are living now. And with all the hustle and bustle and running around and life getting in the way, it's still necessary. I would argue more necessary to take aside those precious moments and just be with your family, all of your family, the family that you almost never see any other time of year because they're off doing whatever other things that they have to do with whatever else that they're doing with their friends, with their boss, with their deadlines, with their kids going to karate class or violin lessons or track and field or whatever else it ends up being. Holidays are important. Family is important. And being with how people are right now and where things are going in the world, I'd like to take this moment and just ask you for a little personal responsibility of yourself. And genuinely ask yourself this question. Before you freak out, I ask myself this question. I I really do strive to do, like, brutal self-assessment. So I'm going to be a little brutally self-assessing right now. Are you being kind? Are you being helpful? Are you being understanding? Are you lifting someone else up? Are you lifting yourself up? Are you being the leader? Are you being the person you want to look up to? And if you're not, take a long look in the mirror and ask yourself, why not? I've heard it said in this country that people don't, kids that did it today don't understand or don't know what prosperity looks like. I would argue back that kids today have absolutely no idea what scarcity really looks like. We're surrounded by wealth. We're surrounded by it. People line up outside of the iPhone store to get the latest iPhone when it releases. People line up outside of GameStop or Best Buy to get the latest TV, to get the latest Call of Duty. I mean, hell, they don't even line up anymore. They just pre-order and it downloads to your PlayStation. I mean, speaking of which, the brand new PlayStation 5 is sold out. Sold out worldwide. We don't see the prosperity because we grew up in it. Our streets are paved. When there's a pothole, someone comes to fix it. Our buildings have codes that builders must follow. Most of them have heat, and depending on where you're living, they also have air conditioning. Pools that you can go swim in. Roads that you can drive down. Streets that are safe enough to ride your bike down. Libraries, where people just donate books 
all over the place. Grocery stores stocked with an unimaginable amount of choice. You can't go to Romania or Czechoslovakia or any of the other Eastern Bloc countries of the weird-sounding Ukrainian names and see even half. You won't find even half the choices available in just a grocery store that we have here in the States. We have grown up with prosperity. And just like I said at the beginning of this podcast, when you are immersed in it, you tend to ignore it. We don't have a prosperity problem in this country. What we have is a lack of context. We have a lack of context. We exist with all of these things readily available to us. To include reliable internet, I might add. You have to really go out far country to not get reliable internet anymore. Or reliable cell service. That's not an accident. And that takes thousands of employees constantly maintaining that. What we lack is context. Because most kids growing up in this country have absolutely no idea what true scarcity really looks like. I am a huge proponent of travel. Specifically to places that doesn't have all of the nice things that you're used to having. Because when you come back from that trip, you realize the luxuries you have at your fingertips. And you become much more thankful for where it is that you live. So on this eve of Thanksgiving, I'm not going to read my book tonight. I am going to do my shout out to the restaurant industry. And I'm going to start with, I am thankful for you guys. I'm thankful for all the cooks that are willing to cook when I just don't have the energy to. I am thankful to all the restaurant owners that had a brilliant, beautiful idea and worked their asses off to make it a reality. I am thankful to all the retail personnel that are going to be working when they don't want to be tomorrow because of sales and peoples and whatnot so they can keep the store shelves stocked. I am thankful for the home that I live in, even though... There was a time when I was only making $400 every two weeks, and I didn't think I'd get here. I'm grateful for the car that I was able to buy brand new after I started the job I never thought I'd qualify for. And I am grateful that that car allowed me to be there for my kids more than I was when I was cooking. I am grateful that my dad instilled in me an amazing work ethic 
And I am damn grateful that that same person taught me how to think. No matter how frustrating it got. I'm thankful for my ADHD because it allowed me to be an absolute rock star in the kitchen. I'm thankful for all of the mistakes that I've ever made because I learned what not to do. I'm thankful for my children for so many reasons. I am thankful for the day that they came into my life. It was one of the most joyous moments I will ever have. I am thankful for my husband who stays by me no matter how horrible my mood gets. I know that I can go to him for a hug and he's there for it. I'm grateful for my mom because I don't think I would have even graduated high school without her. We might not agree on religious things, but damn it. She stood up for me when I needed it the most. I'm thankful for my upbringing as discordant and chaotic as it ended up being. I'm thankful for the wanderlust that it instilled in me. The drive, the curiosity to go and see and look at other places and not just be content with where I was sitting. I'm thankful for every brand new piece of furniture that I have bought in the last three years because there was a time when all I had was just stuff that I could get off of Craigslist, stuff that I could get off of thrift stores or garage sales. It's not many brand new things, but I am proud of myself for being able to afford them. I am thankful for the money that has come into my life and will come into my life. I am thankful for the bills I have to pay because it means I have the money to pay them. And it means that someone out there expects that I am going to be able to pay them, which means I have responsibility. I am grateful for responsibility. I am grateful that I learned how to cook. Really, really, really well. I am grateful that I know how to drive really, really, really well. And I am also grateful that those are two things that I also learned from my dad. And that's my phone ignoring me again. I might take this moment to mention that uh, my dad insisted that I be the one driving at the tender age of 16 on the family road trip to Yellowstone so that I would get the most comprehensive driving experience 
to date. And it has served me well ever since. Although I am pretty sure I gave him more than one white hair on his head from the experience. I am grateful for all the white hairs on my head because it means I've lived, loved, lost, learned, and I'm still going. I am grateful for the heat in my home because I know there are some without. I am grateful for the fact that I have a backyard. I'm grateful for my doggies. They're always happy to see me when I come home, when I wake up in the morning, when I go to the bathroom, basically anytime I leave the door and then come back in. I am grateful for my children who have learned independence. And it couldn't make me prouder. No matter how many fights or misunderstandings we get into. I am grateful that I learned how to budget so that I can make sure that I have enough money for all the fun things that we want to do, need to do, like to do, expand our horizons to do. And even though it might sound silly, I am grateful that COVID gave me the chance to stay home and really do some self-assessment and be a better mom, be a better person. I've been able to heal the stuff in my back, the pain in my knee, because before I was driving Uber. I'm grateful for Uber. For six years, that provided me the best, most flexible job that I could work around my kids' school and still be here for them and take them to all of the afternoon class, all of the extracurricular activities. I am grateful that both of my kids picked up an instrument and asked me if they could learn it. My son plays the bass, the upright bass, the big guy. And my daughter wanted to play the violin. Both of them have done so. My son got so good at it, he graduated from the upright bass to a bass guitar. I am grateful for my children, and I am grateful for all of the effort they have put into their lives up to this point. I'm grateful for all of the animals I've ever rescued in my life and all of the ones that called my house home over the years. All the way from Oreo and Lady when I was when I was still a kid all the way up to now. Hi Bubba's. I'm grateful for the sewing skills that my mom taught me so that I can fix things without having to ask or throw it away. And I'm grateful that my parents taught me value 
so that I don't take things for granted. I am grateful that the world is still spinning, even if it seems like absolute chaos on its surface. I am grateful for every single person that has recovered from whatever it is that you consider it going around. I am grateful for every single soldier that ever gave their life in service of their country. I am grateful for every single one that's still serving. I am grateful that my husband came home intact from both his year-long deployments. Even though there were two times when that almost didn't happen. I am grateful that he wasn't in the Humvee that nearly took the life of his friend who is now a double amputee at the knee and she's been featured in quite a few Wounded Warrior Project promos. I am grateful for all the random gifts that I have ever been given when I wasn't expecting them I am grateful that my husband is a uh, kind of a gearhead, but for computers, because there is plenty of times when I needed his expertise, and that probably would have cost me a heck of a lot of time, money, and frustration if he wasn't here. I am grateful that my table is big enough to seat all of us, and I am grateful that we all get to sit there and enjoy a meal together. I am grateful for all of the good things in my life and I am grateful for all of the painful lessons that taught me what I needed to know so that I could be a more full, whole, compassionate depth to my being than I was before. And I am grateful for every single person listening right now. Because you're still here. You're still listening. You're still giving me your time and your energy. I am grateful beyond grateful for that. So thank you. I love you. I'm actually not going to do my two-minute brain break tonight. I think this is plenty to contemplate on. Thank you for being here. Thank you for existing. Thank you for all the wonderful things that you're going to provide for the world. This is the podcast Sassafras and your host S. Laura Cattell signing off.